Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Buongiorno and welcome back to Strip It Back. Good morning, Renee, from a very warm and sunny Italy. I feel like that's a repeating thing and it will be for a few more months. <laughs> How are you? Ah, buonasera here. See, we're going to be like this tangible team of like it's afternoon into evening. I'm going well excited about our conversation today as always and thanking the listeners straight up for being here and listening to us bantering on. We do appreciate you being here. We certainly do. I absolutely love it. I um, I want to acknowledge today, is the weather a little bit warmer? Because usually we log on and you've got about 17 layers on. I, I can actually see your skin today, Renee. Look at this. It may not be tanned, <laughs> but I've got this nice like glow. <laughs> oh, and I'm actually wearing pants. So that means it's cooled down a little bit. So giving you an insight into the, the real happenings of what it means recording a Strip It Back episode. I want to dive right in. Last episode, we ended on a, a really a really important topic that I'm super passionate about and that I'm learning and unlearning about. Um, unlearning is super important as well. But we started kind of touching on the feminine movement, the divine feminine, and also looking at it through a lens of what went well and even maybe a lens of, Hmm, maybe the messaging or the intention behind that didn't go so well. So it's not a judgment, but looking at it from a perspective of, you know, what things have translated and supported the evolution of woman and actually things that hindered it a little bit. And I want to dive straight in with a question. Mm-hmm. Renee, what do you remember or have been taught or see as, I guess, connections when I say the women's movement? When I think of that just as a visualisation, I think of women trying to be the same as men. That comes into my mind as in trying to almost dress like men, still with like a feminine touch but kind of power suity. Like I don't know, what comes into my head is like the, you know, I feel like the big puffy like uh, shoulder pads with your uh, pencil skirt really like getting in there. I'm I'm here to, you know, stro- stroke my fire and put my, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but um, a girl on a mission pretty much. Oh, a girl on a mission. Even when you were talking, your body was really quite rigid and like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I got shoulder pads double-breasted jacket Mm. and like a bit of a two middle fingers up like I'm in here boys and I'm gonna fight and push and challenge and I just felt really tired (laughs) I thought oh my goodness that must have been really exhausting for these women who like you know challenged themselves and, and got in there and I also get like another vision of like burning bras, hairy underarms, and we can do it too. Like, let me prove to myself that I can do it too. Like, are you feeling that energy? Yeah, I definitely improve. Let the prove it. Uh, I'm feeling it. And maybe because I'm a bit of a prove it in the way I've grown up. 
So right, um, unravel it. What do you mean? What do you mean? That's important. Prove it. Okay, go. Prove it. Um, and I actually said this to my husband the other night in just conversation where I'm like, I'm going to prove this to you. And I was like, ooh, ooh. So it, it does come up and it's a bit of unlearning here. Um, and not to say that it's not a, there's no good or bad here. It just is. But growing up, I grew up with brothers. I mean, I've mentioned this on the show before. And, you know, in the school system, wanting to achieve, wanting to do the same things all the time, if not better, and, and striving. Like, and, and not saying that determination and having a goal isn't a good thing. Like, I think that that's amazing. But knowing that also I have my own rhythm as a female, which is really powerful if I honor it. And that is part of the unlearning here. And I actually spoke about this to my mum earlier this week, funnily enough, because she said, why didn't you ask me about all these questions that you had when you were a young teenager? And I actually responded and said, mum, I thought I was a teenager. I thought I knew it all. I was talking to other teenagers and you were busy and I wanted to be a good girl and make sure I had it all independent so that you weren't bothered, you know. And even as I said those words out to her, I thought, oh. she actually missed out on a whole point, uh, part of being a mum and giving her disclosure uh, of being a woman at that time. So that for me, there's been a few little um, parts that have come up. What, yeah. what, do you resonate with any of that? Because you're there yeah, pondering. I'm looking at you going, oh, you've gone <laughs> off into your own little. <laughs> of course. And it happens when you speak because, you know, we often say we're each other's mirrors. Um, I, I, I had this thing come up for me as you were talking like, oh, I almost feel like, I don't want to discount all the work that those women did to mm. create equality. It's really interesting as you were talking, I felt this tightness in my chest like, oh, I don't want to discount all of that strength and that determination and that fight that it would have taken. I just, like I'm closing my eyes right now and I'm quite sad and I just want to give those beautiful women a really big hug because that wouldn't have been easy right? That wouldn't have been easy. And then look what's happened. It's like led to this idea that you had to find like, I don't know, there was this resistance to talk to your mum because she was busy and she was doing. And then there's this like, imagine how your mum would feel knowing that and now she does. And it's like this really interesting burden of like things that we're carrying that aren't ours. And that's a big part of being a woman, right? You kind of carry stuff that is ancestral uh, it's in our blood it's in our womb it's in our bodies and I feel a, a sadness as I'm as I'm speaking and as I'm listening but then I think to myself how incredible that you're having that conversation with your mum how incredible that we now have the voice to do that and now the learning and unlearning so unlearning what no longer serves and then learning from our ancestors and great, great, great ancestors, the things that make it beautiful to be a woman, right? Mm -hmm. The nurturing, the, the openness. Like 
I went to this small village a few weekends ago and they have this area where the women used to go and wash the clothes, right, and it reminded me of the hammams where the women used to go together and connect in community and share story. There's this circle, this, this enveloping of, like, feelings and emotions that happens when women come together and it's almost like can we find a balance between that and the ability to break into a world that is currently existing like the divine feminine breaking into this very masculine driven world in a really gentle way that's what comes up for me it's like this play between God, we really lost some of the juiciness and beauty that it is to be a woman because the world was set up for men. And it's not about woman, man. It's about feminine, masculine. I don't mm. know. I, I, that just really, it's, it's, it's taking over my whole body as I speak about it. Mm. Yeah. And one doesn't exist without the other, right? So exactly. there's so, ma- so much magic between both. And I think, yeah, those women um, in that movement of the 50s and 60s, amazing. Um, and it has made a profound difference to where we are now. I think at the time they were going for it to be the same, uh, but acknowledging that the power is in uh, honouring the feminine, like you said, of the ancestry and allowing our equality to be in a more feminine essence. So, and I know that we've spoken on previous episodes on the honouring of even our cycle as females and how that ebbs and flow and rest actually helps us harness in the creativity and what we put out into the world. And the community and circle of women, that is a very ancestral thing uh, that I really believe is coming back around Again, like I'm seeing, I don't know about you, but in my circles and um, out there on social media, a lot more communities coming together where there is that sense of women supporting women. And there is definitely a shift even in the way women are doing business and small business and that support network. I feel like that competitive masculine nature is starting to take a shift because women are being depleted. Like we started the episode with you just going, oh, that sounds exhausting. And I think there is that acknowledgement and that shift. So it's really exciting that that unlearning is happening and we are uh, creating what we want it to feel like at, at a deeper cell level. Mm. I'm so I, I agree with everything that you're saying and you said what do you notice and I go back to the school that I used to work for before I moved to Italy and I think about my boss he's a man a great man and he he takes on he took on all of this knowledge that all of us brought to the table and he was you know in a very masculine system a school's very masculine very structured he was open to learning about these things. Like we would often laugh and have a cappuccino in in the staff room and chat about it and he'd say, yeah, you're right. Like I work with a lot of women. I kind of need to listen to this. I kind of need to be open to this. So here you've got this idea of while the system may exist and there's structure in, say, for example, the education system, I'm just using that as one example, 
the magic and the beauty and the surrender of the divine feminine being embedded in that. It's not about saying one is better than the other, but the two of them can actually work beautifully together. And just because you're a female doesn't mean you only hone feminine energy. I'm a perfect example of that. I would call myself a bit of a boss bitch, you know, in a good way. Like I like my structure. I like all of those things. They keep me on task so that I can honour my feminine. And I just keep thinking about how embedding both and actually having this beautiful blend of the two, I feel like that's the answer. You know, I feel like that's the thing. And I know that in Geelong, for example, at the moment, I see a lot of things that my sister's sharing. Um, there's conscious communities that are men and women, and it's all based, I don't know, everything's in a circle. Everything's about connecting, communicating, and it's just beautiful. I feel like there is a shift. And the beauty and the magic of the feminine is it's non-judgmental, right? We're not saying this is wrong and this is crap and there's no need to push and change. I don't know about you, but like it's almost like spreading that glitter, just gently easing in and making small changes in your structures and your environments to bring more feminine in. And that's what I want to celebrate. Like what's your glitter? What are you doing to bring a bit of sparkle into the systems and structures that maybe you want to mm, drop a little bit of feminine divinity into? That's a great question for all our listeners. Where is your <laughs> glitter and where are you dropping your little feminine magic out into the world, like little fairy dust? Because it, it really is this polarity, right? And it's and it's making sure that we honour that, you know, the doing checklist of the masculine is not more important than the glitter dropping. They're both <sighs> just, oh, I just keep... <laughs> Now I'm picturing Tinkerbell. <laughs> and how Where are you dropping Tinkerbell? glitter? Where are you dropping glitter? Where's your glitter? Tell me about your glitter. You have lots. So tell me, give me. Tell give me, me one of mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Your glitter. Mm, just the way you and your husband, Joseph, work in your household, you it's like you'd need a big vacuum cleaner for all the glitter that you throw around that place. Um, but you... Just honour your feminine. You create structure in your days, so that's the masculine. I love that. But then you carve out these little moments and you become the ripple effect for that beautiful man of yours. Your baths that you have, you honour your your time, the way that you cook your food in a really beautiful and mindful way using the um, using the fresh vegetables from your garden and you take your time and you honour it and cook this beautiful meal. And then obviously um, most people know that with rebalance naturally through your work with integrative health, you have this natural ability to embed glitter <laughs> and structure to help people with their health. And the thing is you're not just jumping in and diving into it. You're doing it for yourself too. So that's just three examples of your glitter that I notice. And I'm going to add to what you just mentioned there. I would agree with you. I, I do do those things. You know me very well. Mm-hmm. well. You just spoke about both of the masculine and feminine all within there. So me having my baths, it's allowing me, I've gotten really good at even scheduling scheduling in that rest time. And I think mm. that's where so important. If, you're, if you can't find it just like you would with those other tasks, Start scheduling it in and then it becomes an automated thing, which is amazing. But, yes, 
um, definitely now what I'm doing and helping people with in their own movement and health really comes from an embodied experience. And for those that have never heard the term integrative health, it is just that it's a holistic system that takes into account principles of Chinese medicine, which is yin and yang, another word Mm -hmm. for masculine and feminine, um, Ayurvedic principles, which is a 6,000-year system um, known as the, you know, science of life, and then your functional medicine and orthomolecular. So combining those, what you're able to really get is that everyone has this magical bio-individual essence to them. And what might work for you is not necessarily going to work the same for me. There's no silver bullet for every person. So that way, knowing your whole story, and I mean, not just from a health, like not just numbers on a chart. It's like, what has happened through your life? You know, what things have actually contributed to where you are right now Um, from an emotional perspective? perspective from jobs to you know maybe even losing a person in your life all those things um, are going to impinge on obviously our health and so when we take it from this holistic system we're a bit better to support um, each other and this is really important with the yin and the yang, which we're speaking about today, because a lot of the practices that I give people, yeah, there's a bit of a, a masculine yang. You need to do this and take these supplements and that. That's going to help you. That's very orderly. I needed you to do these at these times. But then I need you to do some breath work or fit in these other um, aspects that might be helping you with calming say stress or if it's a hormonal thing you know depending on what they've got going on how how are we going to you know bring this sense there's always a sense of stress right Mm. and we this could be for another day and another topic but there is no one in the world not dealing with a part of stress um and it's really funny because often people come and they're like no no stressed and I think it's because we look at stress in one dimension and that is like what's happening around um, rather than it being that's one aspect another aspect being on your actual body if there is you know an imbalance um, and and an emotional thing so this that could be left for another day but um yeah does that so much it, it does it I, I again all I heard was like there's space for both. Mm. And I just feel like personally and possibly the people listening and, and maybe my observation of the world around us is the balance is very off kilter and it's all, there's a lot more sun than there is moon. There's a lot more yang than there is yin and there's a lot more masculine than there is feminine. And that's only three ways that you could explain it, you know. When I was listening to you, I got a visual of a beautiful solid rock with water flowing around it. Both are equally important in nature. Both have beauty. Both have purpose, but both very diverse. And I just think about a rock is a safe foundation and the water flows around it. 
and then you've got the water that encourages the rock to flow and the rock that encourages the water for stillness. Like mm-hmm. a bit deep. But no. as you were talking, I literally got rock and water flowing and it just, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, and that's how I would describe it, exactly like that. We, we only have to look out into nature to see all the elements and that's exactly it. The yin is that flowing energy. It's, mm. it's not stagnant. It's moving all the time, dropping its glitter, and, and mm. those rocks are the foundation. So if, even if you think about like a yin yoga class, right, you are in this mm. stillness but you're dropping into your body to listen into those sensations within that is still flowing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like the analogy of yoga. You're so right. I actually taught yoga last night in Italian, a bilingual yoga class, and I talked about that. I told them about fascia and how, like, while we might be in a, a solid and strong position, slowly, slowly, slowly things are releasing and moving. So it's beautiful. I think that for me wraps up exactly what I wanted to share today it's this while there's push and while there's change and while there's strength there's also the magic of flow and surrender and beauty and if anything um, in the world right now as it currently stands with so many heavy things happening I've got my eyes closed I feel super sad about it remembering the power of the feminine and being a voice for beautiful, strong, amazing women and showing up for yourself so that you can transmit love to the whole world because everybody needs it right now. (sighs) Yeah, and I think I want to echo that in just uh, there's this saying in the Buddhist nation that, um, you know, sending metta, sending love, it's a very Mm. powerful um, meditation a very powerful prayer or whatever you resonate with but as you said there are heavy things going on and I think there are women in the world that could be sent that meta um so even if you are listening to this episode just um holding them in your heart because there is a vibration that is strong within us and there is this connection and circle that that vibrates beyond the physical so just knowing that I I just one more thing I want to add to that before we wrap up today's episode is we keep going back to having overflow in our cup. And right now, if you've got a little bit more love to give, send it out to the people who need it. Like I'm reflecting on my life at the moment and I have so much gratitude for everything. So I'm glad that I filled my cup and I have practices that have me in overflow right now. So create that for the people around you and just know women are magic, right? I'm holding a little bit more strength and love and power and I've got a little bit more to give in this moment and I share it with every single one of you. And showing up and doing this podcast and being of service to our community, it proves that you and I have got a little bit of overflow right now. So I just want to acknowledge us for that and acknowledge the people that are listening and send you so much love, okay? that's from us and we love you very much and we are so proud of the women and the community and everything that we're creating so just wanted to stop with that there as a moment of reflection Mm. let's do what we do what's your little win today easy I posted a photo of it this morning on my unravel academy instagram account we woke up Mattia rolled over and said we have no milk 
no coffee, nothing in our house. We went downstairs to the bar and had a really great breakfast at our local bar, brioche, coffee, chatting. Um, And I actually had an unravel call with a beautiful family from there and they loved it. They're like, no, stay there, stay there. We want to see where you live. And it was just awesome. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 